0: claudio castagnoli remember cesaro well actually it's claudio castagnoli now he's in all elite wrestling there's a new interim aew world champion john moxley aew forbidden door their clash with new japan pro wrestling is in the books and it was quite an eventful newsworthy show we want to know what you thought of it we'll give our ratings in today's sports key to wrestling top story of the day share the link or you stink cena is back that's right Hulk Hogan for Gen Z. Hulk Hogan for Millennials is back right here. John Cena himself appearing on this week's Monday Night Raw. Expectations are through the roof, but what is the backstage scoop on it? That's Dax Harbwood on the right from AEW and the champion of, like, what, every wrestling promotion right now? And then Sasha Banks, someone who walked out on WWE and under-controversial fashion. Dax Harwood has a take on it. We'll talk about that. Plus, AEW is going to the biggest pop culture event in the world, the San Diego Comic-Con. We have a lot to get into. We have your comments on screen. Once again, the link has not been shared, so I can smell you through the screen.
1: Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch
0: out. We are not watching in. We are always watching out. Mm-hmm. Watch out! Right i am kev kellum that is jose g in florida if you ask you all right the sunshine state of stupidity and he's the smartest man in town there we go that's uh, damn right yeah, yeah so and then over there is jb bennett himself you can follow jb huskers on See, jb bennett show. works because my
2: middle initial
0: is b so and jeremy <laughs> jb bennett sounds like a little bit more like if formal. i was a pro
2: baseball player
3: i'd go by that
0: It does. It sounds like, oh, did you know that this got the JB Bennett seal of approval? Like, it has that.
3: Dude, no, but it also sounds like the hottest producer that's in Miami. He's like, yo, did you hear that latest JB Bennett sound? He's dropping that joint. Yes. (laughs) JB Bennett's the hottest shit right now.
2: Next up to the plate. J.B. Bennett. It's so so much cooler than Jeremy. We can't call you Jeremy anymore. I have to change. I might have to change it now, man. I, if you're laughing with us,
3: to, I'm changing the graphic. I'm gonna. It's effective tomorrow. You right. are J.B. Bennett now. That's hit my the state, like button my
0: stage if name. Jeremy has to change his online name to J.B. Bennett. Hit the like button. Maybe we'll get more (laughs) likes than we normally would. What's up, everybody? It is a Monday edition of Sports Gear Wrestling's Top Story of the Day, streaming to you in the 5 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Eastern hour, every single weekday live and on demand whenever you want it on our video channels and our podcast channel. Thank you so much for getting us on Spotify and Apple, wherever you get your audio channels. We have a bunch of different content up there. Uh, For people asking with the podcast side of things, I had someone reach out to me today. How come we didn't put up the... AEW post show media scrum, which you can watch on our YouTube and our Facebook. The audio works for the video; it doesn't work for the podcast side it of doesn't things. Translate, it, yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't translate. translate. uh So definitely go check it out. We'll be talking a lot about that. AEW Forbidden Door is in the books on formal pay per view. I was there at the United Center. I thought this was a really, really good show. It, it had those tough challenges with so many different injuries on the card. A sold out show. Day of, weekend of. I can tell you in Chicago people were there, they were looking forward to it, but there was tempered expectations with so many big names being pulled off the card. That was the emotion going in to the point where you had secondary resold market tickets going for less than like half of face value, and I'm being polite. I saw people getting into the show for ten. I think
2: that was more wow. the scalpers getting fleeced because the scalpers <laughs> bought up those things
0: and they got screwed. I saw a story on that last week. Uh, I, I, uh, Jeremy, I want to agree with you, but I saw people I know sell their tickets for ten dollars. Like, mm. So, so I'm just I'm just saying what
3: I saw when I was there. Maybe those people's maybe those people weren't the scalpers. And also,
0: those are those are like up there tickets. So, so this isn't like people are selling you like floor seats for like you know a, a third of their value or anything. So. That that alarmist stuff gets out there. But I can tell you the show delivered on some exciting things. The arrival of Claudio Castagnoli as the hand-picked opponent for a, a, a great technical wrestler in Zack Sabre Jr. A great match, uh, a very strong match. First time we've seen him in the ring in a long, long time, obviously since WWE. I got to ask him what was the motivating factor for him to come there. And he's, his answer was pretty pretty blunt one. I'm like a kid in a candy store. And the type of wrestler I am, I have a lot of great opportunities here, a lot of great friends. It's a good fit. It makes sense in the long run. But we've heard that before. We'll see how it plays out. What did you guys think of Claudio's debut in AEW? It was certainly the big talking point coming out of the show. Yeah,
2: that was pretty cool that you got the first question for him. That was that yes. uh, that was uh, that was money right there. Um, I thought it was a very good match because these are two technicians. Much like Brian said in the ring, the guy that's replacing him is going to be a ring technician. The, the counterwork for both of these guys was just tremendous. And then, of course, the feats of strength Cesaro walking up the steps while holding Zack Sabre Jr in a suplex position was badass and uh and of course the tease of the swing the swing is still in play the crowd still loves it so I'm glad to see that that's still around and uh, it was a great technical wrestling match I thought it was a a great replacement for Brian clearly the comments of Zack Sabre Jr uh will go to show that there is going to be a Danielson and saber match down the line which is very exciting to hear
3: i think this is a win-win situation for everyone this is a win situation for aew and this is a win situation for the fans you guys got to see uh claudio castagnoli made his uh aew debut and i think it was very special for the fans i've been following him for a while uh and even in the post media uh junket when uh I think it was Denise Talcedo He's like, well, now that Cesaro's here, he's like, well, Claudio is here. Uh, it, it's a very different persona. It's a different uh Thing than wwe and i think that the fans are gonna appreciate what cesaro brings to the table to aew so i'm excited for it man i think this is great bro that's great for
2: everyone it's hard to get used to i called moxley uh ambrose many times on my old podcast i've called uh, daniel john, john Bryan. moxley
3: was calling brian danielson
0: daniel Bryan last yeah yeah, yeah. The show.
2: i've done that many times too so uh getting getting used to claudio after we haven't uh we we haven't had claudio for probably shit 10 years uh, yeah. you know, and, uh, it was interesting. A new story came out on Claudio. Uh, this was from Fightful Select. And I think actually this was in included in the press conference as well. The original plan was for him to debut at death before dishonor, which is ring of honors. Next pay-per-view coming up in about a month from now. Mm-hmm. But of course, with Brian being hurt plans changed and I think it was for the better because I think Cesaro fits perfectly with the Blackpool Combat Club you can still interchange him into Ring of Honor because he's never won that world title I would love to see him win Mm -hmm. that world title someday but I'm kind of glad things worked out the way they did because I think he's going to be a great addition to work with Regal and the guys
0: Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, It's also worth noting. This is still a brand that's fighting to get those rating inches, those rating margins. You have a name that WWE fans know. If you're a casual WWE fan, the last 10 years, you know who Cesaro is. You're going to know that face and you've seen him have great matches. It's a good pickup. The logic is not broken. I know everyone talks about matchups and all these different things, but you have a name. Uh, And the same reason that CM Punk was brought there. The same reason that Daniel, you know, Brian Danielson was brought there. Adam Cole was brought there was to bring him in. Also, you need them now. You need them now with all the guys that are name worthy that are on the shelf and whether or not you want to say it. Yeah. You don't have MJF for storyline reasons. You don't have Adam Cole. Now we can talk about that story here in a second. (laughs) You don't have Brian Danielson. You don't have CM Punk. All of those guys were the most valuable players for Mm -hmm. AEW since the beginning of the year, if not Mm -hmm. since last summer for the better part of the last year. And this is something that Tony Khan laid out in the, in the post-show press conference, which was quite long. No, oh, my thing. god, uh, you can watch it. The was, whole uh, thing.
3: It was an entire feature, uh, feature film, bro. It was, yeah. So,
0: if you have nothing to watch, you can watch it in bits and chunks over the week if you <laughs> want to get through it. So, definitely, yeah.
3: Jose and I got maybe
2: 25 minutes of screen time out of that two hour plus show last night but it worked out good it worked out well it did and uh one of the matches we didn't get to last night was the four-way for the iwgp world title and my god outside of cesaro the pop for okada was deafening kevin how did it sound in the arena
0: oh so huge i mean okada's a special star Uh, i mean this isn't like fanboy stuff this is me covering sports covering music and different things in media i've I've been in the same room with a dave Grohl. So, Dave Grohl's from the Foo Fighters. He's probably the biggest rock star in the world, but he is gracefully that. He is not Mm -hmm. putting that on. That isn't like a costume or something like that, somebody playing a character, which is still fun to see anyway. Um, With him, he is what he says he is. He is this idea of a very charismatic, Michael Jordan esque type of superstar where he's just great at being a wrestler. Let's dress it up a little bit. And he's just so, he oozes it. It's very natural. Um, and you got that even at the press conference where he yeah. alluded to the idea of having more matches in the United States, though he wasn't clear about what they would be. Uh, it certainly seems like we're going to get more of this collaboration in the future. Yeah, John Moxley joking about the idea of bringing in every other major Japanese wrestling promotion. And he's calling out, you know, Junakiyama and these big Japanese names. If you don't know who those names are, those are like guys that were super huge, like 10 or 15 years ago that he's a fan of as a kid. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, fantasy book. And he's joking me at the idea of this whole show, having this cloud of high fan expectations on it there. I think with all those different things with the injuries that, you know, the locker room combined, the names that they brought in from new Japan, they still pulled it out. They still got it. They still got a really, really strong show out of this. Uh, and even the replacements did their job. Clark Connors in a fatal oh, fall for the new Atlantic championship. That the crowd is behind him. Um, he, he did well. Yeah, he, he was the replacement for Tomohiro Ishii. He was a huge name from New Japan. So if you're a hardcore New Japan fan, you bought tickets. That was a guy you wanted to see. And here's a young boy from New Japan who has some name. You know, I would put him in the line of like a jungle boy, you know, or an up and comer, like an Austin Theory and a and WWE. Like I, if you want like a lane that that guy's in, you don't know the name. Yeah. Um, And he's in this four way match with all these bigger names. Malachi, Black, Pac is in there. Pac would win the match. It was a great match, but he got to shine and put somebody through a table. Like They were they were teasing a table spot for like four minutes it's and then Mero he's through. the guy who does it. So, <laughs> uh, you know, there were things like that. There were good swerves. And then you got Claudio. But I, I really think, you know, we talk about this main event. The big main events or what sells for pay-per-view, especially uh, going back to going back to what Moxley said. This also was a report that came out. Uh,
2: There was rumors that they were trying to get stardom women over to be in the card as well. That was uh, confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately with visa issues, uh, they just could not, could not pull that off.
0: It's also also worth noting. This show is so confusing. They didn't know they were going to have Okada until a week and a half ago. Yeah. So, so when they said they Okada wasn't going to be there, he wasn't going to be there. You know what I mean? Like, that's how... Snake bitten multiple times, this card got <laughs> yeah. and bringing in Okada was not a part of the original plan. Yeah, that was a
2: hell of a shot in the arm for the show last night. Yeah, of course, it really was. It was, uh, it was so great to hear Kevin Kelly call the super kicks for Adam Cole again. Got the Ring of Honor flashbacks. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Cole sounds like uh, from Brian Alvarez at uh, we, we we broke this news here last night, but uh, it sounds like Brian from Brian Alvarez at Wrestling Observer Cole has a concussion. That's why the match ended so cr- uh, unexpectedly, like it did. Cole mm. was supposed to kick out of that uh so but uh you know hopefully they get better soon but yeah let's talk about that main event uh john moxley hiroshi tanahashi this match was a uh a years in the making and uh my god i tell you what these boys delivered in the main event i absolutely love the match yeah Great man
0: match. i think this match is pretty it came good over live i mean did you guys hear about this fight in the crowd that kind of yeah. distracted from yeah. us <laughs> we, did, we did saw you... it
3: firsthand from you man we saw it yeah. firsthand did, from you did you know what what caused
0: it or what so, so what the hell was going on there? I, I feel bad bringing this up because I want wrestling to be the focus, and, and but people were asking me about this, and we put out video, and a couple other people around me and wrestling media were in the same section. We all filmed it because um, it happened right in front of us. It wasn't like it happened; it was like literally like 10, 15 feet away from us. So this guy gets security and is going off on somebody in the crowd. And they're in the same like aisle as him. So they're like a few feet away from him, and there's enough security. And this is right off the floor. So it isn't something where it's like in the middle of the crowd and it's hard to see. It's something where like an entire quarter of the arena can have a clear eyesight to this. There's no obstruction to see this. So we're kind of thinking like, all right, this is doesn't it's going on and on and on. What's going to happen here? So it's clear at some point security is going to step in because this guy just won't let up and he's going off on somebody and then they step in they start hitting him and then they're starting to drag him out and then he's throwing hands on people the video is up uh, unfortunately on our twitter uh, you had to film something ah, like that so people would actually, understand like, uh, because there was a right chant now. of you effed up and yeah. people, kind of, people watching a pay-per-view like this match is great what's, what's going on uh, yeah. and you didn't have a clear shot in the crowd at all uh, we'll try and pull up the video for then you another
2: later. then another jackass uh, uh, went up to the barrier and was like taking photos of Tay Conti's ass as well and before security finally got him yeah, out of there too
0: so you're going to see this right now for the people in the podcast. Um, this is like in section 109 in the United Center where they have an open aisleways. Like the aisleways are very long. So you definitely see when someone's kind of coming up or being Kev's gonna. Kev's getting ready to throw a punch here. I'm not getting ready to throw a punch <laughs> here. Uh, I'm actually trying to reach over to Nick Houseman of, of wrestling and can say, like, Nick, I don't want you getting bowled over here. And they're pulling him up here, and this guy's pulling up. He's getting into his security. They got him arm by arm. Another security guard is dragging him because he's getting more aggressive. And he's he tries to – they're going to get him out through the he's highway. And if you turn here, someone's going someone's gonna to throw hands with him. See, so he's, like, swinging with him, and, and now security's getting into it. A security guard gets knocked down. I don't know if he gets injured. And then there's another guy who gets pulled from that as well that gets ejected. So – it was, a, it was a nasty scene. Now, here's the thing. This happens three minutes into what's supposed to be like a 20, 30-minute banger main event, one-on-one, and there were so many matches. The majority of this card on Forbidden Door was multi-man matches, right? So you only had a handful of singles matches. So this was one that was designed to really stand out for, to get a new world champion until CM Punk's back, Hiroshi Tanahashi, one of the greatest of all time against John Moxley, right? It's going to be a great match. And this is a real distraction, and credit to Moxley, and credit to Tanahashi. Real story here. They turned it around because if this would have happened, I think near the final stages of the match, it may have been more of a distraction. It may have been more of a thing. This happened fairly early in the match. And maybe they were fortunate in that regard, but this is a great, great card. I really, really enjoyed it. I wouldn't call it the best AEW show I've ever seen. I think All Out from this past year was maybe the best show they've they've ever had in terms of surprises and matches and, and payoffs and all these different things. Uh, but I like the show for, this, for the fact of all these different things that they had to get over. They got over yeah. as, a, as a roster and a presentation and a great crowd in Chicago that came together for it. So L- I loved it. Little, I, little I give this R- show a solid 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Little, so people uh, it 8.5s here.
2: little RKO in there too by Moxley. I like the little RKO he threw in there out of nowhere. Yeah, man.
3: Yeah, I don't know, man. I thought the match was good. I thought the pay per view was what uh, was solid, even uh, in in anticipation of everything that's going on with the injuries, and they've just been played with things just week after week. It almost seems like the universe was sending them a message to not put this show on, but the show always goes on in show business, and they actually pulled out a really good show despite fact that. All this stuff that happened, and even losing and uh, Adam Cole last and, night and with the that bill, injury. And the build,
0: it was pretty soft. You
3: know, the, the build was, wasn't it was like pretty super soft, hot. but it was it was a solid show. I'm not gonna give it the highest rating I've ever gotten out of do I think it's the best AEW show to date. Probably not. I think I'm gonna give it a seven. I think a seven is fair. The mm-hmm. saving grace for this show was Okada.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't mean, uh, 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 know.
2: I'm going to give it an 8.75. There was absolutely no dud. (laughs) We're doing quarters? We're doing
3: quarters on us, Jeremy? Mr. Jeremy Bennett?
2: Kev gave it an 8. I gave it an 8. Yeah, I I give it an 8.75. It's not quite a 9 (laughs) because I've given eight EW shows a 9 before. It wasn't the best show, but there was absolutely no dud on that card at all. Absolutely no dud. Uh, Outside of, if we're not counting the buy-in, the buy-in had three duds and one great tag match, but the main card had no dud on it at all. Uh, so I can't give it uh, a low rating because it was a f- tremendous pay per view. Obviously, uh, for me, the match of the night was Ospreay and, and Orange Cassidy. That was number one. Um, probably followed by the uh, the four way for the uh, IWGP. The the, the the finishes of Moxley, uh, Tanahashi and the four way kind of slipped them down to where Osprey... yes,
3: I think that's one, one of the things that he's like, Jose, oh, you serious? A seven? Shake my head, yes, Ricky, a seven exactly for those reasons that jeremy pointed out right now the finish on that fatal four-way was sloppy even though that adam Cole, you know did the best that he could Mm -hmm. um and some of the finishes to some of the other matches were a little sloppy so yes i'm giving it a set listen i'm an equal i equal opportunity offender so if i have to if i have to give a seven or a six to wwe i'll give it and i'll point it out and i've given praise to the ew but those are some of the things that they missed last night, in my opinion. After I think, uh, that, I
0: think it's an overreach. If you, I guess, if you're a New Japan fan, you loved it because you got to see these two guys, these two brands together, and that's yeah. the attraction. I right? look at
3: things objectively. Yes,
0: my thing is enjoying both and knowing both brands. I don't think we got the full extent of that. I think the things that we were concerned about with it's going to be political booking. An AEW guy is going to cover uh, a, a New Japan guy at least once and it's going to go vice versa and then the rest of the matches are going to be, you know, a New Japan guy covering a New Japan guy and they had multi-man teams so you could you could hide all those political consequences of a finish. Tanahashi can take a pinfall from John Moxley. He's still Tanahashi. You know, but can a Shingo Takagi, a mid-card guy, for, uh, you know, New Japan do that? No, but he can pin another New Japan guy and it won't feel that bad. As silly as it is, it's true in wrestling. Well, the
2: four the four main the four main event matches we're split two and two with uh uh, claudio and moxley winning and jay Mm -hmm. white and osprey winning um and then also after the pay-per-view went off the air uh john moxley uh got on the mic and addressed the crowd said uh uh referred professional wrestling as the best sport the best effing thing in the world Mm -hmm. uh then he was joined with his fellow blackpool combat club members as well as santana ortiz and kingston um moxley also put over uh, claudio as one of the best professional wrestlers uh, during his speech last night as well and took a little jab at wwe uh and then says jericho appreciation society represents filthy scuzzy sports entertainment maybe there's a time and place for sports entertainment but here in aew professional wrestling rules of course set enough uh the the big blood and guts match on wednesday
0: Mm-hmm. John cena is back it is the 20th anniversary do, 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 do. of john cena he will be on tonight's money at raw from laredo texas tickets moving very well for that show apparently by the way and a lot of expectations for what he's going to do on this show so wwe getting him back for the 20th anniversary we didn't get this with the rock <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> we didn't get this with the rock so we got john cena back and there's expectations for him setting up some type of angle tonight with theory am i correct
2: Oh, I'm I'm assuming so. That 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 would that would make a lot of sense if they were to do that. Um, word is, according to Russell, votes a very reputable uh, Twitter account. That uh, obviously, aside from the big business boost, uh, John Cena's appearance uh, tonight backstage has gotten a very positive presence throughout the whole backstage arena. Our Russell Votes' tweet says, aside from the obvious business boost, I'm told the return of John Cena is as exciting for the locker room as it is for the fans. Cena is viewed as the ultimate leader with his positive presence felt throughout the company when he's around. So uh, a big boost in morale with uh, John Cena coming back tonight.
0: Jose, your take.
3: Ah, uh, man, this is the goat, right? This is the goat of a certain generation. You want to get those eyes back on the product. Um, and this isn't by mistake, guys. I mean, if you keep an eye on WWE social media, this is being done on purpose. They've been doing tributes with uh, with John Cena, putting the superstars in John Cena attire. And the best one has been Theory, just put, doing all the award life stuff, just kind of trolling Cena at the same time. I think this is going to lead up to a little feud coming up at SummerSlam, hopefully, uh, between John Cena and Theory. But, yeah, man, this is, it's always a good time to see Cena on TV. And uh, we got a – do you have that
2: queued up, Jose? Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah, I'll bring it right up. If you guys want to continue talking, I'll bring it up in like yeah, five in,
2: seconds. And, yeah. uh, of course, in uh, celebration of 20 years of John Cena, Randy Orton, of course, who's going to be out for the rest of the year, post- posting a, a very heartfelt minute long message on Twitter, uh, just literally dropped it about half an hour ago. So we'll
0: get that up and running here for you kind of sucks man you you would think like i i wonder if there's going to be special interactions between john cena and someone tonight on monday at raw if it's a big anniversary i'm excited to see the theory interaction yes that's that's gonna be a lot of fun i agree and and theory is definitely trying to you know go into business not for himself but go into business uh but it's interesting to see a a lighter more heartwarming randy orton like this send a message into the conversation here so let's give this a
1: clip john we have known each other 22 years more than half of my life it feels like only yesterday though that we were learning the ropes down in OVW it's been one hell of a ride man and I have enjoyed it every second of the way sitting back and watching you in the back as you do your thing in the ring in the ring with you it was an honor to be your opponent uh, so many times but even more of an honor to be your friend Hustle, loyalty, respect, those aren't just three words, those aren't just a gimmick, that's that's you, you chose to live by those three words, you didn't just put those words on a different colored t-shirt every other week, you chose to live that way, and it was motivating to watch, man, a sight to behold, and you made us all better for it, so thank you, John, for all the sacrifice and the hard work, thank you for everything you taught me. And uh here's to the future, man. Bigger and better things. Enjoy your night.
0: Very poignant, very touching comments there from Randy Orton. It's so odd. Who I know I know it's pulling back the curtain, not playing the character. He's not the viper. He's he's a guy who wrestled with somebody and went on the road and stuff like that. Um, but it's still so odd to see this like
3: softer, especially more we, loving we never version get to see Randy that Orton. side of him. You know, we've all yeah. recently started seeing that side of Randy Orton. Um, and it's because I think he's just getting, you know, he's getting to that point point been in, in his career where he stepped in, in his life and his life. Yeah, man. And I think that he's, you know, he's relaxing a little bit. Does it have to keep that persona all the time and he's just relaxing with it. And I think this is a good thing. I think fans like seeing this side of Randy mm-hmm. Orton, especially ever since he started this whole program with RK bro. So I think this has been really good for him. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely it, giving him a shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, much like, uh, Pat, uh, Pat
2: McAfee's given Michael Cole like new life into pro wrestling I think Riddle has given Randy Orton new life as well into pro wrestling on a thing this was supposed to last one night and Orton was supposed to turn on him on the same night and look what happened here uh, I guarantee you it's going to continue uh, when Randy comes back I, I think it's going to continue for a while until he maybe they finally pulled the trigger on him him or even Riddle turning heel
0: it's it's something i mean you you got a thread that you can tie off and 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 connect to something else if you want to uh certainly some things coming together obviously i think we're going to see a lot more uh bigger humps for wwe in terms of hype for money in the bank coming up uh not too shortly here we're not too far away my humps. that's this this it's coming up this weekend right so i mean yeah, so we got that to look forward to, but it's odd that we're getting so many matches pitched now for SummerSlam, which is not too far away as as well. So WWE uh, going to put some big things down here. I think definitely tonight and this week, and and move forward to really lay some things up. Money in the Bank will obviously set something up for SummerSlam as well. So I kind of wonder. I kind of
2: wonder if like Cena, like maybe his music will play or something at Money in the Bank and screw Theory to give Lashley the U.S. title because I don't. I mean, the mm. Theory Lashley or Theory and Cena doesn't need the title so. I'm,
0: I'm kind of no. wondering if there's some way that I don't think theory and Cena or Theory and Cena either. We could do some fun things there, but it'd be fun. Let's get into this. Sasha Banks controversially walking on a WWE more than a month ago. We don't know what her status is. Reportedly, she was released by the company, but there are plenty of people in the wrestling world that are supporting her in this walkout. And one of them is one half of the Ring of Honor. And the IWGP, and the Triple A, and whatever other tag team championship you want to name, they've won them. Dax Harwood, the- one half of FTR, going on the record yet again and supporting the respect,
3: Kevin. Gotta show them that respect, brother. They've been NXT champions, WWE Raw champions. What? Smackdown. What? IWGP. What? Ring um, of Honor. What? AEW. What? What? What?
0: what? When? Where? they want them all all right so uh, you can check out the comments of ftr after forbidden door that is up in our post show media scrum up on our youtube channel right now uh but tough words here yet again from dax harbert a guy who's not afraid to say what he thinks and he's speaking on this controversial sasha banks issue what's he saying jeremy
2: so uh dax uh, did post a photo of him and sasha on twitter uh, the day after they had walked out of the show and uh, recently, Dak spoke with Joseph Stazuski of the New York Post and said, Cash and I did the same thing. And a lot of fans, for some reason, had decided that we were crybabies and we whined and we should have just done our job and shut up. And that's a hard to read every single day, especially when we're all trying to do is make wrestling better, make tag team wrestling better, but to make ourselves better and make our legacy even better. If I would have just stuck around and stayed in the same position that we were in, there's no way our brand would have grown. So I know exactly what she's going through, what she's feeling and she's probably feeling i don't feel respected and i could be doing way more if i continue to stick around uh and continue to get pushed to the side and it's in the contract and we are all just you know we still are we have the option to find other work and for fans to shit on her and to shit on us because we want to better ourselves and tell us to shut up and take the money man that's hard to read every day so that's why i wanted to show the support to her
0: mm-hmm 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 it'll certainly be interesting to see how this plays out. We're still waiting for an official announcement. You know, more than a week ago, we reported that Sasha Banks was released by WWE. And then we haven't heard any official word on that. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a wait and see game. Uh, with with this whole scenario of her walking out on wwe as one half of the women's tag team championships we don't know what the status is of of her tag team partner Naomi, who is also suspended what's going on there apparently both her contracts were coming up soon or were up for negotiation while this was happening so there's a lot of different plates time in july yeah so there's a lot of different plates spinning here as this is happening. uh,
3: that's this weekend
0: yeah (laughs) So, so I mean it was was it up at the beginning of January was it up at D- the end uh, end of July you know like No no so many different stuff we don't know. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, speaking of big things coming up here, at the end of the summer is always the annual San Diego Comic-Con, and it is expected to be a return to form for Comic-Con. As we work our way out of the pandemic and regulations come down, more big names expected to appear live. WWE has been a part of it. Now All Elite Wrestling will be a part of it. Warner Discovery Media going to be presenting an AEW panel called Heroes and Villains, CM Punk, Orange Cassidy, Darby Allen and Jake Cargill all expected to represent AEW with commentary uh, host Excalibur hosting this uh, panel. I expect this to stream live somewhere, uh, but this is a big push and a big note uh, that you should take here is that this was, this press release was put out by Warner media. This isn't put out by AEW. So, so in taking that uh, feel good about that. I know that you're talking about a company that has less than a year to go on their next uh, TV negotiation to sign a new deal. Uh, Tony Khan seemed very bullish and very strong about the future of their relationship uh, with Warner media last night at the press conference. I got that uh, impression and and he was answering questions about it. Uh, We were going to ask a question about it and it came up. I don't want to talk, text with you guys. I think that's already covered. I don't think we need to go there again. Uh, So you get, then the next day you get this. So this is, this is sort of like an upfront upfronts. When you hear that term that is for advertisers, this is more of an upfront for direct media partnerships, charities, and really hardcore fans. When you go to something like the CNU Comic-Con, you're going to the primary hardcore devour everything type fan. Those are fans of comic books and sci-fi and different shows like that. And they will travel out to stuff like that. And you want those hardcore fans to get excited about your future and the things you're doing, merchandising and all those different things. I think they'll announce some type of thing with this. I think there'll oh. be some type of presentation. I think this would be a great spot for you to start talking about that video game you're supposed to put out at the end of the year. Uh, i i want
2: i what i want to hear is maybe a funko announcement i'd love to see you know i'd love to see some that's
3: that's the right platform to do it i'd love to see some really huge this is huge for AEW, man because also uh, uh, you you know this is the pop culture convention of the country there's so many Mm -hmm. different cons around the country but the one that everyone talks about the one that hollywood talks about is the san diego comic con this is the biggest con in the entire country and the fact that aew got a spot in there that is mm-hmm. massive in addition was... to
2: those names uh brian danielson is also going to join uh
0: cargill punk allen and cassidy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here we go. this this follow-up here Stephen chambers any word about aew having a possible streaming service did that get asked no word, at all no word no word we about
3: tried this. to ask we tried to ask but we kept
0: getting skipped yeah, uh, yeah I, you only get a handful of questions. Was it brought way. up at all, though? The uh, their status with AEW Warner, AEW's their negotiations and stuff like that was brought up. The, the idea of they are working on trying to get Ring of Honor, which is under the AEW banner, some type of television presence weekly. They're trying to do that. So that was the closest we got down that road. Every time I've asked someone about AEW, they've always been mum about it, but they've always been we would like to see that. But we, you know, we're just gonna wait and see and negotiate and see. And they, and they wouldn't really budge on the inch. You also had Tony Connick the same, you know, the same press conference saying, No, I'm not going to talk about MJF, I'm not going to talk about it. You're gonna ask me about it, but I'm yeah,
3: that was very evident when that question came. Who, who was that, Nick Houseman? Who asked that? Yes, it was there was there was Nick yeah. Houseman from Rusty. Yeah, yeah, Nick, when Nick is always, always that, ready to ask the could, tough questions. you work. could see that reaction on, Con, on con's face. You, you,
0: you're saying work,
3: Jeremy?
2: Work. work 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 work
3: work work (laughs) uh so yeah what jose
2: was alluding to uh with the video game that might be brought up there too uh kenny omega confirms that cody rhodes will be in the video game uh, so you will be able to play as the American Nightmare in the new Fight Forever video game. Speaking of video games, WWE 2K22 just dropped the 1.15 patch. Hopefully, it uh, gives Dave Meltzer our better ratings for SmackDown when we, when we uh, get over on Twitch on Wednesday because he's ridiculous. Um, it has addre- the, the patch has addressed some various uh, superstar attributes as well as some crashes and, and a bunch of different gameplay things and stability. Mm. Uh, and also a couple of created uh, things there. Uh, so basically, just some uh, your your standard bug fixes and uh, stability there. So, uh, but yeah, hopefully it uh, adjusts that damn star rating because we're getting screwed on Wednesday nights, Jose.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, the, the, I'm looking forward to that upgrade, to that patchwork. See what happens. See if that definitely upgrade because Monday Night Raw is definitely in the pocket of Uncle Dave. Yeah, so you're, when you you're, you're, ta-
0: you're talking about getting over with Twitch. This is this is our, our weekly WWE two K GM mode show where uh Jeremy and Jose run in the video game their own promotion, which is getting
3: hammered by Monday Night Raw. Not not no, hammered, not, and not we're hammered. Making, because we're making more money. We are way more profitable than Monday Night yeah. Raw, by the way. <laughs> and way more profitable. Our star and our, we our, are, spent a uh, lot more money.
2: We're gaining on fans a little bit, but we're making more money than they are. That's we're under a sure. mill. I
3: think we're under six hundred thousand. Yeah, from, from yeah. Ron, we're
2: we're so. catch we caught up. Uh, so on Wednesday night after AEW Dynamite, we'll give you a debrief of Dynamite. The 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 first uh, it's gonna be blood and guts. It's gonna be a big show, but also uh, the fallout from uh, Forbidden Door. Uh, we are going to kick things after we get done with that debrief of Dynamite. Uh, we're going to kick things off with a pay per view. We are at Woo! WWE TLC. So uh, getting over on Twitch will kickoff with a pay-per-view and uh video quality gonna get better too because i have a new desktop that's set to get delivered on wednesday but i don't know if i'll have it set up don't know if i'll have it set up in time for the show so it may be next week that i get the new desktop. yeah buddy
0: we are quite, quite busy. We are quite, quite busy. Tomorrow, busy. I will be uh, hosting the Bull Bits Comedy Show at the Lakeview Tap Room in Chicago. Wednesday, I'll be at the Aris Brewing Company with Brewing Up Laughs. And Thursday, I'll be at the Lincoln Lodge. Three nights in a row of stand-up comedy. I'll be on tour. The first week of July as well. I'll be in Rockford, Illinois on Ju- July 6th. I'll be back in Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge on July 7th. I'll be at the Pottawatomie Country Club in Michigan City in July- on July 8th. And then I'll be playing the DIY comedy show in South Bend, Indiana. So uh, seven dates coming up. I have I'm, They're going to be up at my website, KevinKellum.com. Go check it out. Follow me on the Twitter machine at KevKellum. So I'm busy making the towns, making the towns.
3: Guys, as always, give me a follow on my social media, Jose G Official, on Instagram, Twitter, on TikTok. I'm always posting stuff. Uh, I also have my new interview with W. Morrissey. Check it out, Wrestling with Mindset on YouTube. Would love some support. So go ahead and go ahead and like the interview and subscribe to the channel. Appreciate you guys.
0: Thanks, guys. Give us a follow on the Twitter machine. You can see all, all of our handles there on screen at Jose G underscore at Jose underscore g underscore official. He's on the he's on the Instagram. He's an Instagram boy. Uh Jeremy and I are big about the Twitter. You can follow him if him at JB Huskers. All right. Give us a follow. Also follow SK Wrestling. If you haven't followed us, SK Wrestling underscore.
2: Yeah. I'll be live tweeting. I'll be live tweeting Raw tonight. So rah.
0: rah. I think it'll be an eventful Raw. I, raw, even though it's three hours, past few weeks has been has been an all right show. I've been, I've, I'm not saying I, I I love the Hulu version of it. It's 90 minutes, but uh, you know it's been an all right show. Thank you guys for watching our show. You spend time with us on the internet. You have so many different options. It's a stressful time with real world news. So if you escape all of that and you get to watch some wrestling news and it's fun, then we did our job. All right, cool. Share that love. Share the link with somebody else. And Remember, when watching wrestling, take a deep breath. Stop the debate for a little bit. We already did that. So as we leave, we ask, when you watch wrestling tonight, you just do this one important thing, which is what, gentlemen?
3: You need to enjoy it. Just let go and enjoy wrestling. Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Max.
2: do. Claudio.
3: Pre. Watch watch out, watch, out, watch.